It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day. From the friendly confines of Peak North, I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G, welcoming you to another episode of the Locked on Thunder podcast. Coming up on today's episode of Locked on Thunder, we'll have our obligatory Andre Robertson discussion. I'll also tell you why the Thunder decided to sign and waive three players all in the matter of hours. We'll tell you why the NBA is obligated. Yes, I'm using the word obligated to continue to do business in China. And it's not something that I've heard anybody else talk about yet. There's been a lot of easy, cheap discussion about China. I'm going to give you another way to think about that coming up in segment number three. We'll hear from Darius Baisley and Mike Muscala. And I'll even tell you a team that I believe should be out of the Chris Paul discussion based on their money situation My name is Eric G. I am the editor-in-chief of Thunder Maven. You can follow me at Thunder Maven on Twitter. Also, we're our Sports Illustrated channel, which, as you might imagine, is dedicated to covering all things Thunder. It's a one-stop shop. I'm also Pat Jones' co-host on 97.1 The Sports Animal, and that is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Catch me every weekday from 11 to 2. Andre Robertson met with the media today during his breakout session after Thunder practice, and he did say that he felt pretty good told the media, said, I don't know what I look like, but I felt pretty good out there, but also said that he didn't want to come back till he's 100% and he doesn't have a date circled. And here's what I will tell you about this. This is all mental. Every bit of this, this is no longer physical. This has become a mental ordeal with Andre Robertson. And if I read between the lines on what Andre Robertson has now said, not once but twice, when he's been vague about either putting a percentage on it and not having a date when he could come back, saying that it's soon, but what exactly does soon mean? Does it mean does it mean this week? Does it mean opening week? Does it mean November? Does it mean December? You don't know. You can't surmise anything from that. But what you can surmise, if you think about what Sam Presti said, it being a process, what Billy Donovan said in his exchange with Clay Horning about athletes knowing their body better now, than they ever have in the past and how as a team and as a training staff, you're more obligated to listen to these players. Here's what you can draw a conclusion of. That Andre Robertson is keeping himself off the court. It's not the Oklahoma City Thunder. And yes, this is 100% opinion on this, but how else are we supposed to think about Andre Robertson and what his situation is? 
and and put yourself in Andre Robertson's shoes just for a second, okay? This is not me ripping on Andre Robertson, but it's trying to give you some insight into the way athletes think. When you suffer an injury the way Andre Robertson does, which is career-altering, and then you suffer a setback when you think you're getting close, and you've started to watch younger players take your place, you've got the media discussing where you fit in, all of that starts to wear on your mind. And what you're thinking about is, okay, the, this injury was career-altering, the next one will be career-ending. So how could Andre Robertson, how could any athlete who's been through an ordeal like that completely 100% trust their body? They can't. And you're never going to. You're never going to get to the point where you are 100% confident that you can go out, play healthy, and not have anything to worry about. Because that's always going to be there. It's not going to be in the back of your mind. It's going to be in the front of your mind. So it starts to play with you. And the training staff of the Oklahoma City Thunder right now could be 100% confident in Andre Robertson's body. It's now just up to him to make the move and say, all right, I want to get back out there. And then it becomes up to the Thunder to say, okay, where do you fit in? And, and, and let's put Andre Robertson out there. I would think that if Andre Robertson is 100% ready, based on his skill set, he's a guy that you would put in the starting lineup because he's a better defensive guy than an offensive guy. But that has not been the case. So we just wait and wait. And the longer you wait, the more the organization starts to get frustrated with the player. Same thing happened with Derrick Rose and the Chicago Bulls. Bulls gave him the thumbs up. Derrick Rose said no. It was in the playoffs. And then all of a sudden, once word got out, people soured on Derrick Rose. The city of Chicago went absolutely nuts on this guy. That's not going to be the case with Andre Robertson. One, because he's too well-liked in Oklahoma City. That, that's the big thing. Andre Robertson is beloved by this fan base. Myself included. I love Andre Roberts. He's a great guy to talk to. The other reason it's not going to happen is because the Thunder are never going to let it get that way. And for for you or I to have the 100% concrete proof evidence on what Andre Robertson is going through or what decisions are being made, we would actually have to talk to a training staff and the Thunder would have to be transparent. Not happening. Not going to be happening. They're going to keep putting up that brick wall and they're going to tell us nothing. I would look at Andre Robertson this way if you're a Thunder fan. He is the Star Wars of the Oklahoma City Thunder. What do I mean by that? If you're a Star Wars fan as I am, you have disliked every movie after Empire Strikes Back. After Empire Strikes Back was released, every movie that's come along has been somewhat of a disappointment. You don't feel like you've really gotten your 5 to $15 worth because there's always some sort of flaw within the movie we'll all still go see the next three movies that are all coming out between November and the end of December. But for them to be great, we just have to kind of take that as a surprise. It has to not be expected. Being A Star Wars film being great can't be the expectation. It must be the exception. Andre Robertson playing for the Oklahoma City Thunder cannot be the exception or can't be the expectation. It must be the exception. That's how you have to look at it with Andre Robertson. And I wish him nothing but the best, but until I actually see him out on the floor or hear the Thunder say anything differently, I can't really come to any other conclusion. Some good news for the Oklahoma City Thunder, if you're wanting some glass half-full news, 
is they've decided to pick up the contracts or the fourth year option for both Terrence Ferguson and Shea Gilgis Alexander and just looking at what their contract situation was for Shea Gilgis Alexander he'd become a restricted free agent in 21-22 same with Terrence Ferguson and you're going to save about two million dollars by picking up that option now and not only does it keep you under the luxury tax not only does it keep you from spending more money and give you a little bit more wiggle room to pick up pieces that you want to put around these guys but it also makes them easier to deal if these guys if Terrence Ferguson for whatever reason isn't fitting in the way that the Oklahoma City Thunder like you still got him under rookie contract it feels like someone would bite at that time to get him same with Shea Gilgis Alexander great move for the Oklahoma City Thunder to get both of them locked up Chris Paul front One of the teams that I believe is probably out of the Chris Paul discussion, maybe not. I mean, they are a big market team and they've shown the willingness to go deep into the luxury tax before is the Miami Heat. However, could we sit here and have a discussion about Chris Paul going to the Miami Heat and automatically making them a championship contender? No, don't think we could. The Heat are already $3.8 million into the luxury tax not tax, but tax, and could pay as much as $5.7 million into the luxury tax if Deion Waiters plays 70 games this year, hits all his bonuses, and then you've got Kelly Olenek, who's also got another $1.4 million in bonuses. Um, Deion Waiters did sit out a couple of nights ago, or he's actually being suspended by the Miami Heat for the opening game of the year gonna cost him 88 grand and and I remember when I first read this I was like oh that's smart the dude's got to play in 70 games suspend him for a game spend him for a few games he can't reach that 70 mark and then you don't have to pay as much in tax no tax relief because it was a team issued suspension and with Dion Waiters take a wild guess what it was yeah conduct detrimental to the team I could have given you three guesses on that you'd have got them all right on the first time Uh, The Heat might actually show that they're willing to go deeper into the luxury tax if they think Chris Paul is that great of an addition with Jimmy Butler to get them deep into the playoffs. But if I'm paying that much for a team, whether I'm big market or small market, I expect you to contend for a championship, and that's certainly not where the Heat are right now. The Thunder decided to sign and waive three players all on the same day. We'll explain why the Thunder did that and also how it's actually a benefit all three of those players it's coming up here on the locked on thunder podcast indochino is the world's largest made to measure menswear brand start your style upgrade now with 30 dollars off of your total purchase of 3.99 or more at indochino.com when entering the code locked on at checkout hey guys it's walker mail host of the locked on hornets podcast and being around sports media and a fan of the hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. 
Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Thank you for listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am the editor-in-chief of Thunder Maven, Eric G. Yesterday, the Oklahoma City Thunder signed and waived three players all within a matter of hours. And I bet you were saying to yourself, why on earth would the Thunder do that? What, what made any sense about that? And you're even going back to earlier in the week when the Thunder had to waive four players to make room for those three players. Well, there's a very simple explanation for this, and it actually is very simple. Just follow along. What you have in the NBA is the opportunity during training camp to bring in a total of 20 players. Now, by Monday, and now you may be listening to this on Tuesday, but by this past Monday or this Monday coming up, depending on when you're listening, that roster has to be down to 15. But what you can do is you can take four players that you waive and you can make them affiliate players, which allows you to sign them to a G League contract provided they want to take the G League contract. Where it really benefits these players, though, is that you're under G League contract with the Oklahoma City Thunder, but you're still a free agent. So put yourself in a situation where you play for the Oklahoma City Thunder Blue or you play for the Blue, and you're a wing player. The Thunder are stacked at wing players this year. I can't remember when's the last time that happened, but that's the situation it is now. The Knicks may need help on the wing. The Nets, the Jazz, whoever. Just because you're under contract to the Oklahoma City Thunder Blue doesn't mean that you can't go play for one of these other teams if they offer you a contract. In fact, they can offer you a contract. The Blue can't say anything about it. The Thunder can't say anything about it. And you're done. You're off to your destination. This is why I love the G League. One of the many reasons why I love the G League. Because unlike baseball, hockey, and some other minor league sports, you don't have a direct affiliate. Take, for example, here in Oklahoma. We've got the Drillers and the Oklahoma City Dodgers. Both happen to be the AA, AAA affiliate of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Well, if you're a left fielder, you play any part in the outfield, and the Dodgers have four or five guys that can play all three of those positions, well, they may not need you, and they may think you're really good. They don't want to trade you, so you're stuck playing at double-A or triple-A while somebody else plays at the majors, and your career is on hold until the Dodgers decide they're willing to give you up in a trade in order to get something back. Maybe if they need pitching help, they'll go exchange you for someone else. At least in the G League, you have the option of going someplace unless you're on a two-way contract the way that Deontay Burton was last year and Lou Dort is this year where you only get just a little over 40 days total in the NBA, which includes practice and playing time. And that's another discussion for another podcast. I know we've done it before, but chances are I'll do that podcast again. So that explains everything that happened Uh, within the last 24 hours with the Oklahoma City Thunder. And you can actually go look on the NBA transaction wire on NBA.com, and you can see there are a lot of teams that were making this move on Saturday. In fact, the Raptors decided to cut Cameron Payne. I'm going to follow Cameron Payne. 
I'm going to see if Cameron Payne ends up in the G League, ends up on an NBA team, or if he's going to end up playing overseas somewhere. I'm fascinated by his development because that was one of those players I felt like when Sam Presti drafted him, it's like, okay, you saw him about maybe six months into his Thunder season and you knew he wasn't going to be any good. But I'm rooting for the kid. I'd like to see him go have success somewhere just as much as I want to see the Oklahoma City Thunder have success. And you're not going to do it when you give up a ton of points to the Memphis Grizzlies in the third quarter of your last preseason game. However, while I think there are some things we can take away from the preseason, like Darius Baisley has certainly exceeded expectations. Steven Adams is going to be a bigger part of the offense. And Shea Gilgis-Alexander is a budding superstar. Anything after that is just an absolute crapshoot. And that being said, Mike Muscala was asked about this team's mentality after Wednesday night's loss to the Grizzlies. Just coming out a little, a little more energy, uh, a little more locked in, kind of getting back more into What do you think the offensive pace and flow in the first half, though, seemed like that was kind of more to your style and liking than maybe the Dallas game was? Yeah, I think it was good. I think we, um, you know, I think Steven did a great job in the first quarter, just getting, getting guys in different actions, you know, um, catching the ball at the post as well, um, and the guards. Uh, guards like Dennis, you know, coming on <laughs> screens and um, and the shade as well, you know, getting guys on some good pocket passes and moving the ball. Mike, what's it like to kind of get that pick and pop chemistry with Dennis going again? Uh, it feels great. Yeah, he's such a dynamic guard and um, <laughs> just a great friend. And uh, no, but um, no, it was good. You know, he's so quick and and being able to. Th- throw back there, uh, you know, trying to get, they're going under some screens too, so trying to get better angles. You've been watching uh, Devin Holland training camp, you know, for a couple weeks now, but with, I don't know if you've seen anything like you did tonight, so just how do you respond uh, to that, or did you enjoy it? Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. Uh, I was just talking to him back there, and, and uh, you know, when, especially at the end of the game, when those threes, it was really nice, and uh, you know, he was aggressive. I thought even the first half, he was coming off of those dribble handoffs, really aggressive, and, uh, and he was a great defender, too, and, um, and I was happy for him. Right, four games through post, or preseason now, how are you feeling about the cohesiveness of this group going into regular season next week? Uh, I'm feeling good about it. You know, I think um, we practice hard. I think Coach does a good job of keeping us locked in and practice. And, um, you know, tonight didn't go our way, but I thought, you know, after we kind of went there, I mean, that third quarter for them was, was like I said, yeah, was really tough to come back from. But uh, I thought in the fourth quarter, the guys who came in still fought hard to the end. And I think on that note, that's a good way to go into the regular season. You know, we'll take a little bit of time off tomorrow, get our bodies ready to go, and then um, it's, you know, it's the real deal after that. So. Most of the time, teams have a really good idea of who they are coming out of training camp. I don't think the Thunder have a clue. These guys have only been playing together since training camp. Billy Donovan is going to be mix and matching rotations pretty much all season long until he gets a feel of what this team is. And God only knows when that's going to be. You've got to deal with Danilo Gallinari. Is he really into playing with the Thunder? Or is he just biding his time until he gets traded? Same with Chris Paul. So with so much going on, the one thing we'll know about the Thunder early on, the one thing we can definitively say is how well they are dealing with distractions. And we'll know early on whether or not distractions are getting to them. And it's not just by wins and losses, but if the losses start to pile up, 
And if the losses start to pile up, does this team start to point fingers, which is not something they've done in the years past? It would be very uncharacteristic, but that's how you find out if teams are dealing with distractions is how uncharacteristic they can possibly be. One guy that should be amped for the season because he's probably going to get a lot more playing time than maybe any of us thought is Darius Baisley. You hit a couple shooters in the corner, on one on a drive, one on a, a backdoor uh, cut. You know, what are you thinking about or are you just reacting in those moments? Yeah, it's just all reaction. I think if you think too much, which I have before, it usually goes bad. So just got to read your defender and made the right reads and guys knock down shots. Darius, do you like the way you all played offensively tonight, kind of getting back to some of the earlier in the preseason. What do you think you all did different um, you know, compared to the last game against Dallas? Um, we stayed true to our identity. We did the things that um, was asked of us. Um, I thought in Dallas we got a bit of a side of ourselves, but tonight we executed and we'll be working on practice. When you guys walked off the court tonight, are you sort of sobered by that third quarter? You don't really want to give up 46 points, or do you come back thinking about the strides you made offensively? What's the thought? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, you don't ever want to have quarters like that. Um, but I thought we bounced back pretty good. Um, I thought we showed some fight. But I mean, I mean, a quarter like that is just you, you can't have that. You expect to try to you know pull away a win like that. So coming off, I mean, we know we did some good things, we did some bad things, but ultimately we just got to move forward. Darius, it's obviously not the result you wanted, but with four preseason games under your belt in your rookie season, do you feel like you're starting to get into a rhythm and a flow with your new team? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I love playing with these dudes. Um, each game, it gets better and better and easier for me. Um, just being able to play with them and um, our communication. So it, it is getting a lot easier. The biggest thing to watch for Darius Baisley coming up here over the next few weeks is how quickly he can be consistent at the NBA level. And we'll talk more about that tomorrow as we get closer to the Thunder season tipping off. Coming up next, we'll tell you why the NBA is absolutely obligated to stay in China. You're listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. As we close out today's show, here's something I want you to think about. If you're on the side that the NBA needs to quit doing business with China, because China is a communist country and it's committing human atrocities on a minute-by-minute basis, I'm going to disagree with you 100% and say it's because of those human atrocities that the NBA desperately needs to be in China. Now, why would I say that? Think about this for a second. 
when the Brooklyn Nets and the Los Angeles Lakers got off their buses to play an exhibition game, consider all the fans that were there to greet these players. Greet them the way we would normally greet rock stars. A lot of those fans had to cover their face so the camera wouldn't catch it. Because if the camera caught it, they could be arrested, possibly worse. You're talking about a country that has facial recognition technology that figures out who you are, and then the government decides whether you're a loyalist, a criminal, whatever the case may be. Imagine if we live like that on a day-to-day basis. By simply playing, by simply having your product accessible to these people who will stay up and get up at odd hours to watch you because of the time difference between the United States and China. You need to give those fans something to cling to every day. Because day-to-day life in China is tough enough. But imagine this. Imagine going to your to your job. Let's say you hate your job. Or imagine having a fight with your wife or your husband. Something went wrong with your kids. Something's gone wrong. Something's gone wrong with gone awry or wrong with your your parents whatever the situation is you can always say to yourself well at least i got the thunder to look forward to at least i got the lakers to look forward to the rockets the jazz whoever yeah they may not have this for much longer now there is one outlet that's still streaming games they're not showing the rockets games and that sucks for rockets fans But that gives you something to look forward to. It sounds so simple, but think about what we take for granted every day. Just the freedom to watch these sports. The freedom to know that when we get home, we can open a beer and we can cheer for our favorite team. I don't necessarily have that over there. And by the NBA staying in China, it gives hope. Hope in a way that for most of us, we can't even imagine because this is just a simple luxury. We, it's not even a luxury. It's an expectation for us. For them, it's a luxury. And I say don't take that away. If, if those fans were willing to risk life, limb, whatever, to just come see your product, then stay on for them. This has been the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. And we will be back tomorrow as we get closer to the season. We'll talk more about Darius Baisley, what we can expect from him. And, wow, one day closer to Thunder. We'll start breaking down the jazz as well. It's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. May God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. Peace, love, and thunder. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked on Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.